Clapperoni is uh, Italian chlamydia. <laughs> Should that, do we just start that's the episode the on that yes, fucking guys, banger joke I just made? <laughs> I didn't want to cut off my friend Eddie's jokes. So <laughs> All right, we're recording. Were we when I said that joke? What? Were we recording when I said that joke? I Are think we it was rolling? seconds in. Okay, I really hope. Did you say clapperoni? Yeah, I said Tony. Here's oh, yeah, clapperoni. <laughs> okay, yeah, because you would have been clapping for it. I don't know. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm just looking at questions right now. Just uh, pictures of people sneezing that I'm looking at. Um, no. Uh, to, okay, I shouldn't be looking at questions right now. Welcome back to the podcast. It's another late night, boys. Dude, I'm sipping. Gus and Eddie after dark is is the new name of the game here, apparently. Yeah. Watch out when you when you grabbed the table there. It was very loud. It's going to be real deafening. Yeah, maybe. Um, the thing is, though, it always sounds worse on here. Um, but again, guys, if you're expecting um, higher quality stuff, you're not going to get it. Go elsewhere. What show do you think you're watching? They will never improve the quality of the show because we don't want to. And that sounds like a lot of work. Fuck you. I don't like looking at work. I don't want to do that. Look at this. We opened this What's last that? episode. It's still here. It's going up. <laughs> I, was about, I thought you were going to show it off. I was like, we just fucking showed it on the last nope. episode. They get one. Okay. <laughs> All um, right. Uh, did we have uh, business, 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 business? We do have some. Okay, so business, 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 business. Guys, here's the business. All right, we want this place to be a place of solace and fun. There's enough worry and scared in the world, so we're not going to dwell on negative stuff today. But there are a couple corona-related things. First of all, I just I got to make it full formal this time. I am not going on tour this year. Yes, I, yeah, that would be too dangerous to get uh, gathering going. Yeah, and uh, I know I know I've been talking for a couple of months about saying like, hey, coming into 2020, I wanted to do like some Minneapolis shows. I was trying to get those lined up. Uh, I I have been trying. It's really difficult. Uh, just. You, you need to go so far in advance when you're talking to a lot of these comedy clubs and stuff, especially the more established traditional ones. And uh, I, I'm just I'm doing a lot right now, and that got pushed to the back burner. The and then, bookers, the booker said it's not even Corona. We just don't want you here, but we're going to use that as an excuse. They, what? They've been saying that. Oh no, sorry, I wasn't involved in the calls. I just we all have a group chat where we talk about <laughs> you. You, <laughs> you guys, are, we me, me and like Zimbos from San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I the initial plan going into this year was legitimately to do some Minneapolis shows in the early spring, doing a couple LA shows. I think I spoke about that on the podcast already. Uh, taping a set out here and then trying to get it a special. I I, I had interests. <laughs> There were people that were interested in picking up the Not special. Anymore. Nope, they fucking Sorry, hate me. Pal. <laughs> they fucking hate me. You know, first world problems. It it stinks, and and I just had so much fun on the last tour, but it's just it's too unsafe right now. Just there's no way of knowing things, and I'm already late to booking, so no tour, no LA shows in the next even month or two. Just there's nothing in terms of live stuff. Um, I also spoke a few episodes ago about wanting to do a little bit of a fan meetup to give out some shirts and do a big group film thing. That is off as well. It's just yeah, it's too. Uh Right now, we don't know. I, that's the thing is, uh, I see some people on Twitter being like, hoax. And it's also like, come on. Yeah, the reality shit. But also, it's just like, why not be extra careful right now? So we're going to do that. And um, is that all the... Uh, Wait, do we... I thought there was something else on business. Is there some shit coming up? Nothing's coming up now. There's no, nothing. For we're, anybody. We're just going to be making videos in the apartment for the most part. Think I'm going home to, sh for, uh, to Chicago for a week tomorrow. Oof, so I have to go to the airport. But, you know... <laughs> roll the dice. <laughs> we'll roll the dice. I want to see my mom. I have not been able to find a single bottle of hand sanitizer in Los Angeles for the last few weeks. Dude, everybody's out. That's what really pisses me off, and let's not do a full talk on it, but yeah. people buying up toilet paper. Fuck you, okay? Just get, everyone just get regular toilet paper. What is it about coronavirus and staying in and shitting that was specifically fucking OJ's there with like a <laughs> cart full of toilet paper? Fuck you, OJ. You see, yeah, you saw his one today. You commented. Yeah, dude. He's out there wearing golf gloves, wink, wink, and spraying down single dollar bills. It was like a meme that he shot. Yeah. You don't get to shoot memes if you're OJ. Or people if you're OJ. You can't. Well, you there know, are two, he knows that. There are two shooting themed OJ, even though I think he stabbed him. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't shoot Let's anybody. still, you know, just to be safe, let's get ahead of it. Shooting's off limits for off OJ. Off limits for OJ. Don't touch a gun. <laughs> you need to earn that right back. You can't make an Instagram meme if you're OJ Simpson. You can't. You killed somebody. To somebody. Allegedly. <laughs> Dude, I just love how he can't put up a tweet without everybody making fun of it. And he blocks people, too. He blocked Ethan. Yeah, that's weird. Dude, 
It's just like, what the fuck are you thinking, OJ? Yeah, well, he's not. I didn't. I've we'd seen talks before. I think you were telling me or somebody was about like it's like he seems like he's kind of declining mentally. Yeah, but he also is always like somebody who seems to love to be famous. Mm-hmm. Like he um, even when he fucking he wrote a book about not doing it called if what if I did it right. If I didn't, maybe would have not done it. I think is what it was called. <laughs> it's yeah. just like that dude le- loves the limelight and he loves like teasing like I got away with it, right guys? And yeah. that's why I think he has a Twitter too where he's like no matter what, <laughs> I'm golfing baby. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it. Yeah, that's that's what really rubs me raw is the rest of his days. OJ's just going to be Still moderately wealthy and just golfing yep. until he just dies of old age. The thing is, though, public opinion-wise, he's fucked forever. Like, he can never even enter a restaurant without people being like, look at that fucking asshole. Yeah. It's probably gotten better over the years, but I I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast when he first made his Twitter. I was going to make this edit. I'm too lazy. Please make it for me, guys. Um, there's that meme of OJ, uh, like, riding off screen in uh, his golf cart. And I would just really love that instantly went into footage of the Ford Bronco driving. <laughs> I don't know why, but I really just the audio of a newscaster saying it too. That's pretty funny. I do like that. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I'm pretty funny sometimes. Yeah, he fucks. He's cool. moving on. <laughs> moving on. Speaking of bad people that are just gonna enjoy shit for the rest of their days, I was seeing some like comment stuff. Again, my favorite source of news: Reddit comments. Mm-hmm. I was seeing some comment stuff saying that apparently, like Cosby's been kind of just thriving in prison. Like he's doing fine now. Like it was a rougher adjustment. Mid period, but, but he lo- lost his freedom forever. Well, also <laughs> in the opposite way of people uh, not getting away with shit. Little cheers from the boys here. Harvey Weinstein is probably gonna die in prison. L- Click. Wait, what? We don't touch our cans because then we're now we're safe and healthy. Are you talking about the bottom of these would give us coronavirus? Is doing that? I know that I did. I'm drinking the, a blue moon. In the last Awful. episode, I did put uh, Uncrustables raw onto the table. But I forgot about that, yeah. This is where I draw the line. <laughs> Can you imagine if I got the, a disease from that Uncrustables on the table? Well, if we have that disease of a table, we're pretty fucked. No, I got the cup as a barrier. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, one thing we, we need to discuss is what if... What if what, me or you gets the coronavirus? Do we quarantine in the apartment? Where do we quarantine? How do we do the... Here's how we do I it. would be fine with you giving me coronavirus so I could quarantine as well and just get it over with. That's really progressive of you, and it is also an opinion that I don't extend to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm hopeful. We'll be fine. Whatever. I don't know. We'll be fine. Oh, Fuck you, guys. You're Fuck like- you. Immediately get to some preguntas. I saw one that's just gonna piss you off yes. as well as me. Open it up. So you look for some as well because I only found one good one. All right, um, Tony. I will give you this picture because right now, as Tony's editing this, unless I uh, bailed on my travel plans, I'm sitting behind him in the basement, just staring while he's wearing headphones. Whoa. Um, so this guy, uh, <laughs> Clock Knob. Said, Gus Nettie, I tend to end up cleaning the apartment. I can tolerate expired things staying in for a while, but my roommate has four expired gallons of milk in the fridge. I don't want to be his mom and tell him to clean up, but is it my problem because I'm the one with the issue? And he dates it, right? So he said there's four gallons of milk. I only see two in the photo. Okay. But there's also two cartons of eggs. One, they tweeted this today. One is dated December 8th for a carton of eggs, and one is dated January 24th. Then there's one thing of milk December 24th, and then January 6th. I'm assuming that has to be the expiration date. Yeah. Insane, what dude. What the fuck? Oh, my God. That's, what are you doing, dude? What a man. Why? The thing is, I can understand maybe once doubling up on an expired mm-hmm. milk. Just absentmindedly. We, we have expired shit in our fridge that we'll get rid of sometimes. You can't be perfect, boys. Sometimes I'll even triple stack a pizza box. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do that, too. Yeah. Um, but just... I, I hate that That's, so much. It's milk, especially. milk and eggs, especially, dude. Yes. What are you doing? The thing, well, the thing is, the only, in my opinion, the only time that is acceptable f- to regularly have spoiled milk in your fridge is if you're using it for baking. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I don't know if you guys know this, if you're little culinary guys down at home, but you can use spoiled milk with zero consequence and zero flavor affecting, for the most part, for baking needs. Like, okay. Like my mom will, still does that. You know, it'll be like she'll write, you know, like spoiled or whatever but like don't touch that i'm using that for pancakes and muffins and good stuff good like warning that. there you go no consequence yeah i dude 
uh, especially what I like is the boy that tweeted this at us, yeah. Clock Knob. <laughs> um, is yeah. c- you're clearly a very nice person. It made me uh, honestly warm my heart a little bit that you're so worried about bothering your roommate. Me, however, in this situation, no way, dude. You gotta walk up to your roommate and be like, "Fucking expired milk from dude, three months ago." Fuck, what are clock, you doing? Clock him on the knob, dude. Clock him right on his knob. Clock him right on the knob. Sit him down, make him spread his legs, and give him a little flick on the tip. <laughs> Stop it. Also, um, I don't want to explain how that just reminded me of this, uh, but I have, I have one more thing to say of Pete Davidson from last week. <laughs> um, it was just he was in an interview and he talked about how he had yeah. a comedy idea for a piece of felt that you could wipe your penis on um, for the last droplets. So that was what made Clock Knob made me think of that. Uh, dude, Clock I watched. Did you watch the Charlemagne interview? No, dude. Uh, even me saying that like it's kind of uh, that his special wasn't like super polished. Dude, Pete is fine. I just. Really? We, Everyone needs to go easier on Pete, man. He's just a normal dude. And it's like, I watched that Charmaine interview. I recommend it to everybody. It's just really good. Where he's just like, yeah, I didn't really ask for everyone to be like really hateful toward me. And they're just like super critical. Where it's like, I don't know. Just a lot of shit got put on him. Yeah. Also. What's up? You know, um, SNL from, I would say, what would be considered our childhood class of SNL. That's Tina Fey, that's Seth Meyers, Bill Hader, Will Forte, like all of them, uh, Amy Poehler, Andy Samberg. Um, you know, they changed SNL into being like super, super friendly. Yeah. Um, and it's not that way anymore, apparently at all. Mm-hmm. And in that Charlemagne interview, Pete said like he kind of wants to leave because they straight up like without asking him started making like punchlines about Pete being like a fucking idiot and not deserving his fame without asking him and he mentioned that it like he didn't like it and they just kept doing it and they keep casting him as like a fucking idiot in every sketch and he doesn't want to be uh why and he said it's like cutthroat there he's like i love lauren and everything but like everyone wants to get their stuff on it's like when i hear about the seth meyers head writer time it was like everyone liked each other yeah and now it's cutthroat again and that's maybe why it's kind of bad yeah it's like everyone liked each other and now Pretty much everyone has fucking work regularly. Yeah, dude. Being positive always is the better answer. I'm so conflicted because I think Kate McKinnon is like a, a crazy talent that hit SNL. But she also is so political. It's way too much. Where she clearly picks a candidate and is like, it was Hillary and then Warren, where she's she will the jokes will be like, vote for this candidate, it's the best one. Yeah. And then yeah, I don't even know, dude. It's like I don't know. I'm, I'm so conflicted because it's like sometimes she'll do shit that's so goddamn funny. And you're like, wh- when she first came to SNL, I was like, this is gonna, this is the like one of her class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It's just even now, it's just like maybe just leave and do some movies because I just don't like you on SNL anymore. I, yeah, it's just really frustrating. But she's so funny, dude. She is good. She's talented. It's even just like like her Ruth Bader Ginsburg character, really good, funny impression. Um, she has a lot of them that are really good, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just, I don't know. Again, we, we spoke before. If you haven't seen Drew Gooden's video on SNL, like, is SNL actually funny? Fantastic analysis. It's and, one of my favorite videos on YouTube. I'm to get a blue moon. And, you want one? Uh, yeah, I'd love a blue moon. Thanks, yeah. thanks for sharing, oh, guy. Um, the the biggest thing, like, one one line that Drew says, and I don't want to spoil the video for you, it, it, it's a great analysis of, of SNL, um, but... One line that Drew says, and I'm trying to get it right, is he says something along the lines of, like, because SNL seems more political than ever these days. And the the fact of the matter is that it's not... Okay, I'm just going to spoil the video. I'm Sorry, Drew. Sorry. He did the, he did the math on it. Go watch it. I'm going to use Eddie's bit now. Sorry, honey. Sorry, sweetie. <laughs> it's, it's not my bit. It's my a good bit. one. I got to stop spoiling shit for people. I keep well, accidentally spoiling The video stuff. still also has a lot more worth, too, but the specific political part is that Drew did the actual math that it is more, it's one more sketch political than it used to be. Yeah, and... and for the Andy Samberg age, I believe. I think the, the thought that I was trying to formulate was that uh, it's not that uh, it's it's more political in, in like a... The tone of the show has changed in that it, they're not in on the joke. If you're making fun of politicians, it's like they're not in on the joke anymore. Now it's just full, like, this is our opinion, like, fuck you kind of thing. Yeah. It's not comedy first. It's, it's idea first. It's such a slight difference, too, where, you know, some people will be like, SNL's always liked a candidate. And it's like, yeah, usually for, like, the general election, they'll make fun of the Republican more. Yeah. But it's, like, not this intense... Like, they'll always make fun of the primaries, too, but I don't know. Something just feels different about it recently. It's It seems very elitist, I think, yeah. too. And I, I genuinely believe, too, that, like, 
public perception-wise, SNL in the 2016 election had a big hand on just public perception of the candidates. You oh, know? dude, it was they were uh, in the primaries. They were super, super pro Hillary. Like it's yeah. down to every joke. Yeah, it, it, it really was the victory left thing. Like, come on, guys, you're just gonna give me the election, right? Mm. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make me laugh, dude. Like, yeah, why dude. am I fucking tuning into this shit? I, I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast before, but yeah, it's the the um, general election thing for 2016 um, made me so so disappointed again is that like snl after 9 11 did a comedy show and they had uh giuliani come out and they made a joke about it and they did it i know i've talked about this before Mm -hmm. but then the 2016 election happens and they start with a sad hallelujah ballad from kate mckinnon dressed as hillary yeah and it's just like hey guys this is like an institution for comedy yeah what the fuck are you doing and then Chappelle comes out and is funny in his monologue yeah and it's just like, what? What was that? Yeah, I don't fucking get it. It's and so disappointing to me. I don't know. And the thing is, we say stuff like this, and we've spoken briefly. We do not get political, but it's like, Eddie and I are not fucking Trump people. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, I've, we've been pretty public about that. I, I feel like every once in a while. It's like, I'm if you guys expected up until now for us to like Trump, it's like, I don't know who you think you're listening to. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say is like, every time that there's been any indication, like, that we've you know been not Trump like I always see people some people almost nobody are some people that us. are surprised too it's like what did you fucking think okay yeah I mean I, even before uh, uh, him really even getting into politics I've n- I just haven't really liked the guy ever even when my no. parents watched Apprentice I didn't like him no so it's just like that's I really hope this isn't like people thinking us like taking a stand. It's just I'm sorry, we just don't like the dude. Yeah, like, I, we- I didn't vote for him. I never liked him. And there's always people who are surprised. <laughs> like I like I'll do even a tame sketch. You think it's the just people that are like, they've seen a couple like the Midwestern sketches? I think that they see the Midwestern sketches and then maybe it's like a couple Reddit meme people that are just kind of that like r slash the Donald mindset yeah, of shit yeah. where they assume, you know, Gus is meme and he's on Reddit, you know, oh, he hunts, he lives in Wisconsin. It's like, cool, do you not see me saying like every week, like, we don't care if you're gay, trans, bi, like, just accept people. Like, I didn't fucking, I didn't vote for Trump. I don't yeah. see how to support him. Anyway, yeah. there's no more to real say about that, but yeah. how about we open a piece of mail? All right, guys. I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, we're just gonna we're gonna stem the flow of mail a little bit. We're a little gonna, bit. We're gonna ration it. Okay. The post office is a te- is teeming with germs, and we have some mail in the apartment right now. So we're going to ration the mail. Okay. That's oh. <laughs> uh, so are we opening one piece of mail? Yes, but it's big. Okay. Ooh. So you're gonna open it, but we're gonna watch. Yes. And we're gonna use our little mini knife here. Oh yeah. Who sent that last week? I don't I remember. Can't I love remember. that mini knife though. It's so cool. Look at this little boy right here. That's actually really sharp, and I shouldn't have held it. Dude, like you know that. who would love that? Mini OJ. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to see. They're gonna babyify him, like baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking baby Yoda, but baby OJ. He's got a little knife. Um, so then he's got mini, mini gloves that don't fit. Would he be mini juice? No, he'd be, he'd be he'd be juicy juice. <laughs> Fucking, he's high C. He's high C. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I started, uh, I watched a bit of Naked Gun again because we were talking about it. It's so funny, man. Dude, this mini knife cuts like butter. Don't tell me OJ that. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. Um, yeah, dude, Naked Gun is so funny, and I hate how funny OJ is in it. Yeah, I know. But my justification is it's so well written, anyone could have been funny. I like the character, not the man playing him. Well, this is where we part ways This again. is why I know that you're a huge spacey film fan. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, we got, what is this? Whoa, 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 this looks like some infomercial shit. Are these lava lamps? Mermaid tail glitter lamp! Whoa! Mermaid tail glitter lamp! A second! Dude, whoa. look at this. Dude, it's good for desks, bedrooms, college dorms, and party decorations. I feel like a couple of those are maybe a little redundant, but that's yeah, fine too. Dorms <laughs> is like, where are you gonna put it other than a desk or a bedroom? Yeah, and it's a decoration for a party, right? That's I'm probably gonna actually unironically set this up. So I know that's cool. You said in college that you liked living in a dorm. I loved it. So you, it didn't drive you nuts living in the same room with somebody because I never did it, and well, it sounds like my worst nightmare. And I shared a room with Tony my entire childhood. The thing is. I but feel we bad. To go other areas of the house. Though. Yeah, yeah, and I feel bad too. Uh, again, apologies, Austin, my boy from growing back, uh, growing up. Uh, he just, 
I was definitely the messier roommate. I, I that probably comes as no surprise to you, but um, like it, it, I was an art student and I just had so much shit. I had the big easel and the giant drawing pads and bags of like metalworking kits and like charcoal bags and like color pencil sets and stuff. So I was often a little cluttered, and my my buddy was was just one of the most absolute clean meticulous guys ever like i really envied that about him and uh it it was fine you know like it sucks when like the other person's going to bed and you're going to be online and trying to play games and stuff for a while i liked um uh, like my roommate was gone most weekends visiting his girlfriend and uh i like i had a lot of alone time in it and it was in college that i realized um just it, it kind of changed my sleep patterns and my, my end of the day stuff. Like I think it was freshman year that I started every night before I went to bed, I'd watch good mythical morning and I just keep it on and I'd like go to bed and, and watch it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it really like kind of like swayed me so that I could never be not looking at shit. I still, to this day, I have to have media on. I got to have like a little bit of a light on. I got to have maybe the TV on. I'm listening to Skyrim, rainy tavern atmosphere, 10 hours. Okay. It's a, a fan that. for me. You know, that's a smart move. <clears throat> Biggest too. industrial fan. It was like one summer when it was really hot and our AC was broken. Yeah. My dad put uh, our camping fan in our room. And then after that, when the AC got fixed, Tony and I were like, Nope. Keeping it forever. Can't go back, dude. The main reason is because my parents snored. And then they're like, why do you want this on all the time? It's like, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Why do I want it on all the time? You know, my big thing, too, is like uh, I'm... (sighs) I'm not, I'm not diagnosed with anything, but I, I have always been a very anxious person, you know, very much a worry wart. And especially when I was a kid, like when it came time at night before I had a cell phone, before I was watching shit, no TV in my room and stuff. Like I had many nights where I'm just in bed, just laying for hours. I can't shut my mind off. I would worry about stuff. I have trouble sleeping to this day all the time. I I can never, unless there's something really like exhausting that happens, I can never just hit the bed and go to sleep. Never happen. I, I couldn't do it. And, and that worry became very real. And it, and the thing is like, I had a hard time just like winding down for shit. Like the world was shutting down. So once I started moving into the dorms, it was kind of comforting to know and even kind of hear like, Hey, I'm in my own safe little cocoon bubble here. I'm in a locked building in a locked staircase in a locked room, you know? Yeah. But the second I want to, I can just go right out into the hallway. The lights are on. People are moving about and the world is still going on. Mm. So I'm just taking a break. Oh, cause I mean, yeah, you in high school, that's like the world's like empty around you other than that one singular place. It literally is. It's like, okay, well, I walk out my front door. I'm in the wilderness, and it's pitch black, and there's another, not another house for half a that. mile. Because I only, yeah, I only feel that when I go to Wisconsin every once in a while. So I like knowing that I'm always, like, I like being in an apartment building and hearing a door slam at four in the morning. I don't mm. care. It's like, okay, I'm just I'm just not participating in the world right now, but it's still going on. I'm safe. I don't have to yeah. do too much introspection. Even though um, even though I grew up in the suburbs for it, though, do you, you remember for um, the old house that we're, I'm not anymore, the childhood house I grew up in? Um, do you remember there would be the street and then the small hills and then a busy street right there? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of for me. Is So my bedroom window faced the street completely. So it's like that was always – there was always cars there. Yeah. And I, I liked that. Yeah, yeah. I like that going on. It's comforting. You see the car, the headlights go across the walls. <sighs> yeah, dude. You know what's actually kind of heartbreaking is like right before we moved out, it was like – I don't know if I've I've talked about this before, but uh, the the month we moved out here, what was it? July eighteenth, I think, or was it like July eleventh of twenty eighteen? Yeah, July eleventh of twenty eighteen. Yeah, and in June, uh, the end of June of twenty eighteen, I had to move out of my childhood home, and my mom was moving into a townhouse. So it was this thing of like moving out of my childhood home and then being in this new place for two weeks and then moving across the country. It was a lot. It was a lot to do. But especially it was like really heartbreaking for uh, that like view of my window. My bed would face the window exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was very comforting to me. And then I realized the last night there, I was like, never going to see this again. Kind of heartbreaking. I hate shit like that. But honestly, I don't miss that house much. Do I'm you, just content with things now. Do you ever... I have a really, really hard time ending something like Mm. being in a place being around people even if it's even if logically i can extrapolate extrapolate the situation and be like i'm not sad you know i'm gonna see this person in a week or like yeah yeah. 
even places I hate, like right now we're moving Sabrina out of an apartment that she was in for a couple months. It was this transitional thing and it was shitty and it was a bad location. It it's weird. really only been like a couple of months, it, right? It has been. And it's like, I probably, I didn't never even stayed overnight at that new place, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and even leaving stuff like that, it's like, you feel sad. It, yeah. It, it's really weird. And I think it's just, there's so many individual areas and, and it's just, it's weird for me to think a sense of finality is difficult for me. Like, yeah. No, same here. I'm I never going to be there. Again. Yeah. I was not used to, uh, change at all for until I was like 18. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, I'm not ready to talk about it on the podcast, but I think I've told you privately when, uh, moving away, when, uh, Tony and I said goodbye, don't want to talk about it right now. I'll tear up. It's difficult. It sucks, dude. Every, I'll say it every single time Sven comes out and visits and he leaves. I just cry. Mm -hmm. I get so sad. Yeah, dude. I can't do it. I just, I don't, I don't like I like having my people here, and mm-hmm. it's it's difficult being so far away from I, everybody. I think that is the the big hardest part about being out here is like everything's great, and I love being out here, and I love uh, I'm I'm very content. The thing is that's nice is after most of those change things, everything has been generally fine still. Yeah, like you still have a great relationship with Sven. I still have a great relationship with Tony. It's just like it's weird because in that moment you think like what? Well, what if it all ends? Yeah. And no, it absolutely. Doesn't for the most part, almost always. And and perhaps I'm getting too sentimental as I get a little bit older, but. I, That's the thing, though, dude. I feel like every year I cry more because of my family. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. And it's like you just think about I, – I, I cherish the moments more, and I think that there's so much that scares me and worries me, even in my own microcosm of a life, let alone the whole nation and the world right now and stuff. Like, And I just – I want everything to be safe, you know? Yeah, I think – I'm sure you, you – we've talked about this before, too, is, is the second you move far away from your family – the constant worry about one of your family members dying while you're gone goes through the fucking roof. Yeah, the, it's almost like torture to a degree. It's like all the time your brain's like, "What if they just? What if they just died and you're about to get a call?" I I think that a lot at night. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, fucking hate that. Before I go to bed, and I'm like, I was trying to sleep. The the shitty thing is too, and again, and if that happens, not to immediately make it about me in my mind, but I think like, how am I gonna make it through? Taking an Uber to the airport. I've thought going the same through thing. TSA, going no, through, yeah. What? How? I don't know. How am I going to sit on a plane for four hours knowing that someone I love died? You know. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I, I don't even. Okay. Why are we doing this? Yeah. I don't know. We're I'm having sorry. too honest of a conversation. You guys remember when I talked about uh, uh, the Italian chlamydia? <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember what life was like back then? Yeah. When all we had to worry about was the Italian chlamydia? <laughs> I don't want to make our podcast listeners cry on their way to work. I just wanted to see who sent this to us. Hey, guys, hope you like teal lamps and stuff. I watched your videos for a couple days ago, and I remember the time we went to the Bell game and watched the Sky Bombs. I have no idea what they're saying. Oh, there's one for you, too. Hey, Eddie, I watched a couple of your vids and, li- and licked them a lot. Always. <laughs> always. Anyway, <laughs> excuse me. Have a happy time. Don't forget to be eating healthy food. Hope you lick purple. And also lick lamps and stuff. Licky lamps have really lightened my day. Hope yours too. <laughs> okay. Thanks for sending this, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, and thanks for understanding the rationing of the mail. Because that's all we got right now. I'm just uh, I'm trying to find more preguntas right now. Can I throw something at you? Yeah. And it is not enough. It's too long to have it while you look at that. Okay. There was a precaution thing, and I said it right before I went into the bathroom before I before the podcast. Oh, right, yeah. I don't think you've ever mentioned this to me before, and I really hope it's not recorded on an episode before. That's okay. I forget nearly everything you tell me. Uh, so, oh, hey, hey, <coughs> hey, shh, shh, come on. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't even forget, but I just literally don't care. I'm never even listening. So. You're kind of crying right now. You're not looking at the camera. This, so the thing is, with every podcast we've shot, I've never been listening to you once. Go on. Were you listening when I talked about the book? Yeah. Was I it? mean, no. What was the title of it? I forgot. Are you talking about... The book that I was in? Yeah. What was it called again? You mean the book that you weren't in, Extra Cheese, Please, uh, A Cow's So you did listen. Cow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I said A Cow's Journey. A it's, Cow's it's, Journey. What is it? Mozzarella's Journey from Cow to Pizza. And then also Seed Soil Sun, which you're also not in. I Go like ahead. that. I want the... <laughs> fuck you. I want that Cow's Journey one, though. That extra pee, please. A cow's journey from puberty to big man. <laughs> Dude, you, actually, an extra cheese, please shirt would be pretty cool. Like a band shirt. but I got to hit up my girl, Chris Peterson, though. Yeah, because we got nobody print it without her permission. That's uh, she's, against the law. She's a nice lady. Please don't, even though she didn't let me into the book. She's pretty nice other than that. So do you think your book sales went up because of us? I definitely do. I hope so. I should have asked her over Christmas break. Oh, wait, you saw her? Well, I, I saw her around church. I just forgot but to. But you didn't speak to her. I didn't avoid her. It was just one of those like, like hey, what's A? You, you know? should definitely say Oh, so. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm not avoiding Has her. Has she heard about it at all? I feel like she... M- Maybe I don't know, but I always wonder how much uh, there in your town, how many teens are listening to us. I always wonder that. 
I'll, from my experience, a good amount, uh, and I get it. And it's uh, the thing is, I'm not trying to sound like a douche. Like I come from a very small college town, and a very small hometown, and it's like a lot of people. That's a higher concentration of people that know me, there. right? Because it's just like there's a thousand people in the town. Goss is on YouTube. You're gonna find out about it. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. But so, and I'll, I'm in a pool of my hometown of like, if you combine all three of the towns that I'm from, it's like. 250,000 yeah. people. Uh, but I'll be going back home again, and there's a pretty good reception at, at, at school. But I'm doing a scholarship. I'm starting a scholarship. For, at, my, for the for my people that go to that high school? Yeah. Nice, yeah. dude. People going to creative Don't stuff. name it your name, Gus. The Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson presents <laughs> Gus Johnson's memorial, parentheses, honorary. It's close. memorial in memorial. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Gus Johnson presents Gus Johnson's memorial in memoriam. Uh, scholarship as presented by Gus Johnson, <laughs> made possible by the Gus Johnson Foundation, <laughs> 2020 Gus Johnson LLC. That's good. That's good. Put that on a shirt. Uh, you know what? Just that thought just came to my mind. What? Who are these people na- naming their foundations after themselves when you could just think of a different name? The Arthur Vining Davis Foundation. Thanks for the PBS. Fuck you. Call it something else. Uh, B- Bill and Melinda Gates. Well, actually, here's what I wonder. If you name your foundation and you're very famous, does it also get you extra donations? Maybe that's it. Maybe. that. Yeah, that name power. Because if I just had, like, Inspire Hope LLC... <laughs> fuck hope. Yeah, there's no hope there. We want Gus, not hope. <laughs> Hope was nice. She was in my graduating class, actually. Just a girl named Hope. Yeah, we did the we did the uh, commencement speech together uh, before we graduated. Nice. Our commencement speech was awful. Ours was, was, uh, oh, ours was the worst ever. It was well. It was also split between two people, but they were both bad at it. And I'm yeah. sorry if one of you is hearing this, but it wasn't good. And then did I, I ever tell you about the teacher that did it for us? Mm, I can't remember. It was a teacher that was retiring, and he was like one of the business uh, teachers, and he just like for one of the business classes in our, in our high school, and he uh, gave like a very um, like economic speech about being frugal going into your twenties. Yeah. And we were seniors graduating. You want somebody to tell you life advice. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, save your money. Like, start retirement. And it's like, I get it. But the thing is, this is like an emotional day for everybody. Yeah. Don't fucking give me economic tips of saving shit right now. That's true. But maybe, I mean, we didn't really need to hear it. Whatever. Dude, it, it, from my experience, too, the commencement speech, especially the guest speaker, we have a guest speaker every year that comes back in. Right. And it's, oh, it's fucking terrible. Every I want to be asked so bad, though. Yeah. You're going to be asked. We'll probably be asked. Who knows? Maybe eventually, but like. I'll ask myself. The thing is, um, uh, I don't even know if, I, maybe, I think one, one of the members of Smashing Pumpkins went to my oh, high you're, school. You're fucked then. Yeah, so every year they're going to keep asking him and not me. It's like, yeah, it's like not, even if he declines or he does it once and he's done, like, you'll be like, you guys want it? Uh, you know, smashing pumpkins. So. <laughs> right now, though, with just YouTube stuff, there's not a chance. Yeah, well, the, the high school's too big. No, no, no. My town like, is small enough. You are good. <laughs> I could have, I could have done it three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. There are people that went to my high school that in my class that are going to be like very good doctors and like doing a bunch of shit. Yeah, they're not going to be like, hey, YouTube boy. <laughs> See, <laughs> all I would have had to do was like take a bus trip to like North Dakota, and they'd <laughs> been like, wow, you hear Gus is getting pretty worldly. <laughs> Not die and have you come up when you Google Gus Johnson, not just the NBA guy. There you go. The only other, I think, person that, that did anything relatively show businessy is the original host of Mystery Science Theater 3000. It was from my hometown. Really? Yeah, and that That's cool? That's cool, dude. So I, that is legit competition, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably kick his ass. I think he's like 68. Do it. Know. Just do it. Actually. I'll do it. That'll be the commencement speech as you guys <laughs> boxing. You remember this guy? <laughs> Out with the old and with the new. <laughs> I hate my, my problem is with those speeches, and I think it's just because we do comedy stuff. It's like if you give a, any speech that isn't funny, uh, maybe don't give it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like some really good emotional ones, but it's like uh, just throw a couple of jokes in there, man. It just makes it so much easier. Sling a few F-bombs, get the students on your side. That's my favorite uh, – my favorite uh, YouTube videos that are like um, when you're getting those deep cut of like Conan giving a speech or like uh, and even like Andy Samberg giving a speech at like Harvard. I love those commencement speeches from comedians. They're great. Yeah. Jim Carrey had a really good one. Really? He didn't even talk about the universe that much. That's good. He kept it good. pretty less- <laughs> pretty worth earthly. Yeah. The less he does that, the better. Yeah, that's good. I uh, My uncle actually set a school record for commencement speech stuff for how long it was. I have an uncle that's a professor and he's uh like he's a really he's just really fucking funny I, I like him and 
uh, he, he actually sent a, a brevity record because most people go up and they talk minimum 20 minutes. Right. It's usually closer to like 45 it's the, minutes. It's the meat of the graduation. My uncle went up. He's like a professor. I think I don't even know how old he is. He's at least like 50, 55. And he went up. He talked for like four minutes. <laughs> and it was a good like it was a good riling the students kind of one. Not like not like a war cry. Like we're going to go fuck up community college. Yeah. yeah. Like he was like actually just like, listen, like here's just some basic things and like great reception you know fuck yeah also 99.9 percent confirmed he is gonna be on naked and afraid dude yeah you said that so you he's not doing a bit i this guy fucks around with us a lot because sabrina went full that's a bit and you went full you think that's not a bit sabrina loves weighing in on people that she hasn't met for very long <laughs> well no. she's met <laughs> like twice um but i so i i got through the initial lines of like all right I love you. You're fucking with me, right? And just absolutely like, I'm actually not. So I'm pretty sure my uncle will be on Naked and so Afraid. So he's either on Naked and Afraid or kind of a jerk for, for insisting it to you. That is true. Or it's just really funny, So which are kind of, those two go hand in hand of being kind of a jerk, but it's also very funny. So look out for my uncle's old, plump, white ass on television. <laughs> That's look the out close. for Uncle Penis. <laughs> uncle Penis. <laughs> hey, kids. That's the promo for <laughs> Uncle Penis. Naked. Afraid <laughs> Uncle Penis <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah I didn't even realize I have to support him And watch But I'm gonna just Be staring at his ass For like an hour straight What oh, are you gonna do right I've actually never seen An episode of Naked and Afraid I just know the title On TV They censor the titties And the vaginas And the penises But they keep the butts The whole time Okay Whole episode Is there uncensored options I've been looking. What I was going <laughs> to say know. is, do people sign off where they're like, no, you can do an internet version where you can see my peen. I bet I bet that people would sign up for that. But nobody ever wants to see a peen, especially if it's naked and afraid. An afraid little peen? <laughs> you don't want an afraid peen going on <laughs> TV. <laughs> <laughs> don't let me out. Um, anyway, what I was going to tell you before, like precaution-wise, so... Oh, right. Sorry. We got way off on a tangent. That's fine. I can't, again, I can't remember if I said this on the podcast before. Hey, guys at home, viewers, how'd you like a new phobia for the rest of your fucking life? Oh, All right. No. Now I'm thinking of what you told me, and I, I can already guess. Yeah. So uh, every single time, start, well, I'll, I'll, let's backtrack here. Sophomore year of college. I move into my first college house. I'm out of the dorms. Uh, or not sophomore year, junior year. I'm out of is the dorms. Is the house that I know? It is not the house you know. It was this old, big, brown, three-story house. It was kind of rickety and old. Was, sorry <clears> to <throat> even back. So did, were you in that house for only a year? I was in the house for a year, yeah. But the oh. the thing is, it was a situation where like it's it was like three blocks from my old house, and, and your I was, friends had already lived there. That's yeah. I remember. So yeah, it was sorry. like every day I was at the house yeah. that you know. That's why you were so familiar with it because it's the year before. So it's kind of <laughs> like two years living there, but you slept there for a year. Absolutely, it was it was like two years there. So I I move in first day I'm going there. I go down to the bathroom downstairs and just, I don't know why, I'd never done it before, but I was just like, ah, you know what, it's an older toilet, uh, you know, some somebody hasn't been here for a while, I'm going to go ahead and give it a flush, just kind of clear it out. Flush, huge wolf spider. Ooh, oh no. Right under the rim, whoosh, goes down, I go, oh my fucking god, I go to the toilet upstairs, flush, huge wolf spider. Dude. Well, that's especially where you were. Was it also especially like a foresty kind of wet Wisconsin area? And those are the most uh, bugs I've seen in the Midwest. There was one other time, and it was it was at like kind of a cityish location, though. It was uh -huh. I was at like an uncle or an aunt's house, and I flushed again, and it was not a huge wolf spider, but like it was like a big centipede fucking thing. Oh God, dude! So and it we was had centipedes in our old house, and they're just awful to look at all the time. Can you imagine being there 10 a.m. on the toilet, and you're just sitting there, and a fucking bug comes onto your little taint? Mm. Well, I've, have I told the one bug story once? What's that one? Okay, I don't. <laughs> I plan on not telling this publicly ever, but it was a very horrifying uh, moment when I was nineteen. Is um, one time in the summer. Yep. Um, I was sitting on the toilet, as you do when you do certain <laughs> things, and I picked up a roll of toilet paper. And as I picked it up, a spider fell off of the roll of toilet paper because it was on the sink and it must have been inside, and it may have fallen directly onto my penis i still think about it to this day it's the worst fucking thing ever immediately though it fell off it didn't crawl it didn't it didn't grab my penis i would never let a spider grab me there so here 
demonstrate where it landed on the size of this penis. Okay? We'll make it longer first off. Even keep going. Take the other hand away. <laughs> I think we need the other. Hand. <laughs> so it was like, did you go to show your pinky for hey, a second? Hey, there? hey, bro, ring finger. Ridiculous. That's the only compromise I'm making. So like, it, hold on, you're putting straight up. It's a ring finger. I'm not. What I'm saying is, I was I was pooping. I wasn't oh, so you? <laughs> yeah, but, wasn't but were you direct. pooping or were you wiping? <laughs> <laughs> So it was like direct, like fucking back to ring finger. All right, here. Can I make it's a like compromise? Can I make a compromise? I'll use my whole arm, okay? Okay, that's good. <laughs> Stop making it like that, dude. What, okay, so was, here. Here's your ding. Okay, so the spider falls, bam, rolls a little bit off into the toilet. Oh. But enough where... No, I'm saying that wrong. I just realized it did crawl a little bit. And I, I panicked and went ah, and I <laughs> ah! I, I swiped, and then uh, it was off, and then it was Thank off. Fucking god, okay, dude. I'm telling you, I I have not ever since the bug incident like that. I don't know how you're not a changed man too. And do you, oh, I was. I've completely you? since. I've never picked up a roll of toilet paper since without looking. Also, I it did not fall off. I know that sounds made up that I remembered that I had to like push it off, but also I'm buzzing a little bit right now, and even. Doing the demonstration made me realize the panic that I definitely had to swipe that thing off my peen. Oh yeah, um, dude, I ever I, I oh I just sorry I'm sorry I remember my dad listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Close out, dude. Yeah, sorry. Hey, dad. I'll see you in a couple days. <laughs> What's up, dad? <laughs> um, anyway, the uh, I have n I don't think I've sat down on the toilet without flushing in like six years at least. I get it. That's trauma, baby. So everyone, join me. Waste all the world's wa <gasps> water. Excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> dude. How many? How many spiders have you seen in this apartment? I've only seen one in my room ever. I've seen like five of them. In your room? No, in like just around. Like I saw one in the bathroom. I, I saw a couple in the kitchen. Um, but they've all been very small. I don't really know That's the species out here. That's also maybe the window was left open and it crawled in. But it seems pretty airtight. I mean, like five in almost two years is pretty low, dude. That is good. But I mean, I swallow. What do we swallow? Five a night? Usually? Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm swallowing them like they're... Uh, um, I don't even know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say pills, but I don't do that. One, so. of, one of my favorite tweets, you know, that whole like, did you know a human will swallow seven spiders yeah, in their yeah. life? Uh, Sven last VidCon was just pissing his pants laughing. I like when Sven has something that makes him laugh because he just <laughs> like yeah. it just it destroys him. Um, and it is really funny, but it was a tweet that uh, Kevin Lieber, Vsauce2, uh -huh. put out, and he just said, Did you know that uh, a human will accidentally ingest up to seven hot dogs in their sleep during their <laughs> lifetime? I remember that one. Yeah. yeah, during, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was going. Shout uh, out Vsauce2. There's um, a lot of those rumor things, like uh, especially the uh, Lucy made the movie Lucy was off it, but the ten percent of your brain thing, where it's like oh, Limitless or whatever, yeah. Well, yeah, Limitless did it too, but it was like Lucy was like when you unlock it, you have superpowers. Oh, really? Was yeah. That the Scarlett Johansson. One? I didn't see that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, wh what do you think our brains are doing? Yeah, you know what I mean. We got telekinesis that we're locking away. You know, <laughs> come on, man. Fucking magic, dog. Um, all right, let me see if we got barely got any preguntas today. That's because we're just vibing off of each other's company. Okay? That's the thing. Disag uh, this one's an all caps disagreement with five T's, so I'm going to blind read this one. I would ask my friends this question. Would you rather have all your food be the consistency of jello or the consistency of crunchy peanut butter? And everyone said crunchy PB, but I completely disagree. Jello consistency is the way to go. Uh, no, crunchy PB. Yeah, plus your teeth do need a little bit of an enamel workout, right? Yeah, also crunchy PB, you got the soft and you got the crunch. I'm assuming it's not going to be that dry with every food. Yeah. But still, <laughs> jello is like, dude, you're slurping up jello, you're going to be a weak little boy. Yeah, it's just, you're just. <laughs> Exactly. Just you're like gonna that. have you're gonna have like uh, little soft teeth for the rest of your life. That's true. Um, I got one. What's up? At Crust Kitty says, if you had to choose any accent to have but your own, what would you pick? Um, what you doing? What's, what's, your, what's your line? Yeah. It was in especially in high school. My easy like, what is it? is it Northerner? That's like the kind of uh, sort of yeah. Like that. It's I don't. I'm gonna be wrong no matter what it was, but whatever. It's pretty much just a. Um, a filter impression yeah but it's like i would joke that i could do a perfect british impression and all it would be is you you hold a, a fake lamp and you just pull your fist up like shaky like this and you go 
You get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a grave guy. It's like, get the fuck out of my cemetery. What about them? Oh, God. Um, I think, honestly, I might go with New Zealand. I love the way New Zealand conversational comedy sounds, like Flight of the Concords or what we do in the shadows. Fairbairn Films. Oh, well, they're uh, from think? Australia, but I lumped them together because this is all That's going to be very disagreeable <laughs> I'm between the I'm two. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, no, I, I really like the, a New Zealand accent. It's got a great ring to it. Also, if you want another Blue Moon, go for it. By the I way, I've been saying Blue Moon not because we're advertised by them, but you can't say, do you want a beer and then hand someone a Blue Moon because I feel like it's too different. It's too different. Blue Moon might be, it, I think it's my second favorite beer. I really like it. I mean, I think, yeah, even not of just taste, but are, is your first one still Bud Light? No, actually. Well, the thing is... It's I, not my favorite beer, but it's the most classic in my life. Yeah, like, I almost separate them. And, like, I, I, if if it came down to it, I think I prefer Miller Light to Bud Light a little bit, but it's like, they're all very close, and I'm fine with them, but if I'm just going purely off of, what's your favorite taste? Not like a utility yeah, beer? Blue Moon's up there. I like it a lot. Blue Moon's number two, but for me, I still gotta go New Glarus, Spotted Cow. Oh, oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Spotted Cow rolls. I also really like... um. Uh, fucking steam whistle's good too. Steam whistle's great. That is all. It's just. I feel like whatever your favorite drink is, it's mainly just tied to like good memories in your life. And the steam whistle, especially, is us just being in Toronto and I was nineteen and illegally able to drink there, but not back home and yeah. just like fucking it up at, yeah. at Buffer Fest. <laughs> not not that it's it's tainted at all, but excuse me, but I think it's a testament to how tasty uh, Spotted Cow actually is because. I have no a cool association with it. Like, it just was like, I always knew it was around, and then I started trying it passively at bars, and I was like, wow. It's Wisconsin exclusive, right? Yes. Because everyone in Illinois is like, oh, you're going to Wisconsin? Have some Spotted Cow for me. Yes, please. Uh, it, it's I get it, and it sucks. I respect the business, because New Glarus is way popular enough to be able to go nationwide. Oh, least. yeah. I mean, the amount, of, the, the amount in Illinois that I hear about Spotted Cow is enough to sell it there even, but it's yeah. not. And it's, I, I love it. I like the kind of, like, it's a very just simple, almost kind of rustic, like, design of all their packaging shit. Like, New Glarus has a bunch of stuff. They got, like, fat lady, fat squirrel. I don't know. I drink, I drink Spotted Cow. But it's tasty. It's like kind of a crispy, honey, amber, ale-ish mm. kind of taste to it. It's very good. I also like Blue Moon. Uh, Shock Top's all right, but it's kind of like a cheaper Blue Moon. Uh, it's also a little too orangey for me. Yeah, it's definitely very much in that direction. Uh, if you ever get out to the West Coast, California Creamin's pretty good. Dude, I had one of those because you you told me to try it of yours. Like, what, I think it was. I think you might have been on tour though, because mm -hmm. when I tried it, you weren't here. That fucking ruled. It's we should so have it at the rich. apartment more. Where do you even find it? I find Is it sometimes. I, I think yeah, I got it at Ralph's. I, th I think it's a Trader Joe's. It's definitely a Bevmo and stuff. Okay. But California Creamin's damn good too. I, I do like that there's just good kind of alcohol everywhere for every region that you can only have there. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm going back tomorrow, but Friday I'm getting some fucking deep dish pizza. Some it's been like three months, dude. Uh, actually, how long has it been? I don't know. On the 30th, that's when I went to uh, Denver with, with the good old Jakey boy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I've been away for a bit. I've been away. F I almost sang a copyright song. I had to change it. Sorry. <laughs> it's also nice in Chicago right now. Ooh. It's like not super, but for for them right now, you know, Midwest winters. Right now, it's like tomorrow is forty three. The next day is like sixty four, and then it's in the like thirty nine to forty five range. For March, that's pretty damn good. Damn good, dude. I hate. We both know it. The fucking Midwest. If you guys aren't from the Midwest, or East Coast gets it too, but if you're from a warm area, it's the fact that, like, you're told all your childhood, March is when spring starts and everything gets nice out. And sometimes you'll have that trick of a Midwest winter where it'll get super nice for a week, but then it'll start snowing again and it sucks. Yeah. It's always that tricky, like, oh, spring's begun and then it absolutely doesn't. Mm -mm. I remember one time we had, like, a like 70 degree week in March and then the next week was spring break and everyone was super excited and then it, we got like a blizzard during it. it sucked. Fucking sucked. Yeah, I was in high school. I remember when I, because we got spring baseball and stuff and right. uh, we had like Eight inches of snow on like May fifth, my junior year of of, ba of baseball. Mm. I was like, "What? What the fuck was that?" We had nine weeks straight of playing indoors for baseball. Nine weeks. Did we talk about this on the last episode? I don't know what anything is anymore. I don't, I don't know. I never know. Here's the thing: I gotta say, is I understand we say that a lot, <laughs> and they also. I, I was a fan of the Rooster Teeth podcast. They said it a lot, and it was a meme. There, you guys gotta realize. I sometimes you guys will post a podcast meme. And it's from the week before, and I don't remember it. 
I think about trying to remember how many episodes. What episode is this? Seventy-eight, I think. Seventy-eight? I, I don't know. Seventy-five. Okay, even chill. Try <laughs> <laughs> add up even with the extra hour bits. Then what is that? Like like a hundred hours of of conversation? I don't know. I don't remember. 99 hours of it. You know what? I think it's a testament to, to the true character of this show, though. Because we've said it before. Eddie and I don't plan shit out. We throw this up. Uh, on, we puke on each other in conversation. <laughs> and then it's done. That's it. That Like, right now, this is largely probably at least 90% of this with stuff I would just be talking to Eddie with. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's cool that we have that vibe. I'm so happy that you guys are just chilling with us. But I don't remember. Do you remember what you were just shooting the shit with with your buddies a week ago? I don't remember that. That's one thing, too, I think is great about the podcast is we never say, oh, we should talk about that. Do I want another one? Yeah. And can yeah. I have another and one, you can have another. Yeah, Thank I already you, offered Eddie. it. <laughs> I think the main thing, too, is, is what I like is Gus and I uh, just talk so much that, like, there's never a moment where we're telling a story and we're like, oh, we should save this for the podcast. Yeah. I just, it just doesn't happen. Because this shit is so easy for us. It's off the chain. Hell yeah. <laughs> the fucking downstairs neighbors, I just thought of that. Oh, yeah. We're evening it out. Our upstairs neighbors are the worst motherfucking they, people They've ever. been banging less since you left the note, though. I had to leave a very Karen soccer mom note on their door. They, guys, yeah. I'm talking daily. It's like, guys, for the last, I would say, we've been here, what now, like a year, a little over a year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. For a year, at least. It's like every couple of days... There's just loud, constant banging like someone's hammering a wall. At Sometimes it's a Monday and it's 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And you're waking up to that and it's like, what the fuck could they possibly be doing that's banging so often? I think it's that they have kids and the kids are playing. I just don't know because it's so sonorous. It's beyond just like just a little tap tap. It's like, fuck you, I'm building a bench. What was that? I tossed the bottle uh, uh, bottle cap into a solo cup from last episode, and it bounced out. And, like It went in, and then directly bounced out, and then went on the floor. You ever do any little cool things like that? Maybe at a job or some shit, where you're like, did anybody see that? Like, trick, st- trick shotty stuff? Oh, uh, water bottle caps at my at the concession stand all the time, but Damn. never near the fryer, because I didn't want plastic. Yo, you, you want to see my, my little bottle clap, cap trick here? Yeah, let's see it. Do you know about this one? Guys, here's your little bar trick, all right? You, you put your fingers together like that. You got middle and the thumb here. You know, a snap, just like that. Take this. Put it on the right side of your finger so that your finger's going kind of up this ridge here. Check this out. What did that bounce off of? The back of the wall. That was really cool, actually. Coney, Tony. Tony. Power. <laughs> Coney. <laughs> Tony, cut to Eddie's cam when I flick it so that you can see it. You're saying that after he just edited it. Oh yeah, Tony, go back <laughs> into can, it. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. Thanks, thanks, Tony. Um, can we get some fucking claps in the chat for Tony? He does a good job. Yeah, I love honestly, you, Tony. Dude. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Um, dude, and honestly, Tony is so nice to us with the fucking time limits we give him. Dude, just so you guys know, like, Tony has the whole week to edit a podcast. It, podcast comes out Monday. We yeah. usually shoot on Saturday. Yeah, we give this dude. A fucking day to edit the entire podcast and make sure it's good. You guys don't even realize. At the end of every episode, Eddie and I each have a half-hour segment where we still roll and we just have really personal insults that we've worked the entire week to write just to Tony. So. Yeah, and it, he listens to the whole thing. We make him listen. We make him FaceTime us while he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's going downhill bad. Um, <clears throat> oh, dude. Also speaking, just FaceTime because I saw it. Um, Jakey fucking moved to New York, dude. He, he did it. He's gone. I he's kicked, out there. I kicked him out. Fuck Jakey, <laughs> dude. I I love Jake. I wish him the best. He's gonna have a great time. He's also never lived here. Yeah. I know some people think that because well, we post up together, but he's never lived here. We would hang out much more than you guys see if that is the case. That's true. I do. We talked about this. I think even last week, but it's just like. Sometimes I wish we recorded more while doing things just to have the memory of it. But yeah. also, I love not doing that. That's true. But I want it captured in a way. I don't know. I, I'm trying to be better about it. And I think it does help now that especially in the last couple of years, as stuff started really growing. Like, I do... I, I hate feeling the need to do it sometimes, but, you know, I'll take photos and be like, this would look cool to post. I, I used to be so anti-photo. And now that we get older, I'm like, what if, like... 
what if I died and then there's no photos to use of me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and nobody can remember what I look like. Not now for this stuff, but like if you're doing it pre YouTube. Yeah. No, take I'd, more pictures. <clears throat> take more pictures. I have times where like I'll go on whole trips. I don't think I took a single photo on Playlist Live. Just the J. We, we had this exact uh, the Disney yeah we Live did picture. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, were, you were thankful that Drew yeah, yeah had the idea for it. Um, I dude I literally I dated a girl for three months in college and didn't i have one photo with her i get it though and the photo is a mega zoomed in front-facing snapchat camera where it's just one of our eyes each like it's way too close that's three months i'm talking about daily hanging out communication with somebody that i that i cared the world for and i took one photo with them yeah uh, that's the thing though is i don't know what it's always been i then i think with either of us is like sometimes we would do it like as memes of going out and doing stuff but I don't know. There's some degree of wanting to capture a moment, but sometimes the way somebody you're with is taking a photo, it feels so fake. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, I, I feel always feel weird about that shit. I think especially as we hang out with other YouTubers and stuff, like I'm so high alert. Like I never <laughs> really get this perception of other people. Like if we're out hanging around, like we're at VidCon and Jack or at Playlist and Jack's like, let's grab a photo. I love I that. I love that. But then when, yeah, when we do but, it, I feel like I'm like, let me capture that I'm with you. Yeah. Cause, cause the thing is, and we've, we've seen that happen before like yeah like it's so rare but you it's it's a situation by situation thing where you can tell someone comes in and is just kind of trying to do it like for like weird cloud shit but like 99.9 percent of the time it's like i love photos i just want to take photos that's the thing is like of what you guys see of, of like obviously us hanging out but even with like jakey or danny like I have hung out with Danny when I go home pretty much every time but mm-hmm. we don't post about it because it just feels it feels weird, and we yeah. shouldn't ha- we shouldn't have to. But also, it's like I would like some documentation that I'm seeing my friend. You and know it, what I mean? Yeah, and and I know it's fun for other people to see like us chilling together and stuff too. I'm just I'm glad that we don't feel that need to do that. But yeah, there are some days where it's fun though. Like you remember when we were watching the Logan Paul fight and we were like taking pictures of each other there. Yeah. When it's for a meme, I love it. That was great. That was really a lot of fun. Also, we even talking about it. We're just gonna do more just fucking around sketch stuff together yeah. in the future. It's. It's that thing where it's like, I don't know, we get into these weird, I, I, I think, where I like get into not doing much stuff, and then we'll have a, a, a period of time where we're hanging out a bunch and doing stuff, and it's great, and then we get busy. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird, where it's like, uh, it's good to recognize now like when the good hangout times are, and then when we're both busy doing shit. I think so, too. Yeah, and I think... Uh I, I'm always wanting for stuff like that, and I think that the podcast makes me forget when there are big stretches where it's like, oh, shit, I haven't shot a sketch with Eddie in forever, like a commentary thing. And I think most of the time, too, is like, it, it is me at most, of the, most of the time at the end of the day and stuff. Like, I, I take on too much shit, and I do a bad job of prioritizing things, and then I just forget a lot of, like, basic things with people that I like the most. And yeah, well, also, I just like being in my room too much. That's <laughs> the thing. Is I, I don't know. It's just, well, that's why I like with gaming with the boys with everything. One yeah. thing is a thought that just made me very sad, which won't happen, but it's like, if there's ever a future... We're the only time we see each other is to shoot the podcast. Oh no! We should just end it. We'll end it far before that. Yeah, that would be that would be awful. Yeah, like fuck we that hang out all the time. Just so you guys know. Yeah, we're gonna probably hop on a little war zone later. Yeah, Woo-hoo, that's fun, dude. Oh yeah, it's new. Uh, the Modern Warfare one. Um, it's dude. I hate how much battle royale is like. Every time I want to at least try it. It's just a. It's kind of an evergreen game format. I was talking with my buddy Ryan last night on Steam, and I was just like, I said, do you think that this is going to be kind of a flash in the pan thing, or is this going to be an established kind of genre type going forward? And Ryan was like, oh, I think it's beyond already established. Yeah. I was like, I guess I hadn't thought about that. It always still seems fresh and new to me, but even like Battle Royale shit has been not only existent, but popular for at least three years think, now. Think of something like Search and Destroy, which is originally, you know, Counter-Strike. Yeah. That is a game type that is in a bunch of games already and has not seen the massive massive success that Battle Royale has had. It's true. I just heard a knock on the door. I think it's my fresh order. Okay, you want to um, nah. just fuck off and end the podcast then? or No, it's not time yet. Oh. Um, what, to- what time are we at? I think we have three minutes until we hit an hour. I want to keep going then. I we'll did go too. a little long. I actually do have to pee though. Go get the fuck out of here, okay. dude. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not even going to say nice shit about Eddie, all right? Okay. I am going to... I am going to say two boys of the week, though, when you're gone. Ho, ho, ho. Fuck you. Hey, guys. Just Gus here. Um, 
yeah, I hope you're doing well. I know that the world is a little bit of a scary place right now. There's a lot going on with diseases and politics and stuff. I hope you're good to people, and I hope that you're having a nice time. You're keeping the others close, but not too close. Otherwise, you'll fucking die. Um, for my boy of the week this week, uh, I want to shout out a couple people that I've been really enjoying their stuff. If you want to check out a great YouTuber, uh, one of my favorite dudes I've been checking out lately is a guy named She Says. That's spelled S-H-E-S-E-Z. I hope to God I'm pronouncing it right. He has this really cool series called Boundary Break, where he will go into popular video games and manipulate the camera beyond its usual fixed lock position, and he will like uncover cool assets that you might not have noticed before. You know, he'll zoom out and be like, "Hey, you've been playing Simpsons Hit and Run? Check this out. Look at this shit they left in the game. This is where Bart goes in that cutscene when you don't see him. Excuse me, see him." I come from a point of kind of like, I like, when I was a kid, I would like to explore every angle of video game stuff. I remember playing like Trackmania Sunrise and jumping the car off of the tracks and going into the ocean and seeing if I could drive to the other island over there and holy shit, I made it, what the fuck? That was cool. So this series to me is really awesome. Um, my second boys of the week, I want to shout out my guys, the Fairbairn boys, Jackson and Lachlan. I think they're right on the brink of two, of a million subscribers. Let me check them out right now. <laughs> ah. Fair Baron Films. Oh, boys, they're at 983,000 subscribers. If you like what I do, if you like what Eddie does, just sketch comedy, just goofy shit, please go subscribe to the Fair Baron Films, boys. Oh, they're the fucking best. They're so close to a minion. Um, oh, wait, a minion. Technically, right? No, I just talked long range. I haven't met him. I was going to go to Australia this year and I was going to shoot shit, but I'm not. I had to cancel a trip to London. Well, I guess now the whole fucking deck is out. I can say I was going to try to go to London in the summer, and I was going to try to do a couple shows for my UK boys over there. Not doing that. I was going to go to maybe VidCon Mexico City with Comedy Central. Not doing that. Was yeah. going to go to Australia. Not doing that. VidCon's probably going to get canceled too. You couldn't go. Do you think yeah. the the wait? Have you talked? No, I haven't talked about the name of it. The I I still we probably shouldn't, right? I don't they, I don't mind. I go well, to. Didn't they ask that you? They asked that I stop putting their imagery in videos. That I feel it. like their name is probably the same thing. I'm not right? going to. Say the name. Though, oh, okay, but. but the thing that you go to, yeah, that um, is like a, a camp type thing that you're a counselor at. Um, that do you think that's going to get canceled too? I Probably, right? At this point, yeah. Who knows? I just don't know. I don't know either. I don't know what to feel. Also, I just have to talk about <clears throat> it really quick. Yep. It's just this thing I just saw on Twitter as I was as I was peeing, is that. Um, <laughs> Trump was doing like a coronavirus live stream and C-SPAN kept live streaming when he was done. And I just need you guys to hear and or see uh, what it's just a simple thing, but just Trump post live stream. We're clear. Okay. Okay. That was pretty much it. But just the like, okay. Okay. That's going to be it's a just, meme. That's one of those things where even on C-SPAN, it's like, you can't keep live streaming the president when you're done, man. That's not, you can't do that. They yeah. got to have a very like fake manufactured like public image. You know what I mean? If I was C-SPAN though, I would get in there. I would be fucking around right now. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. See what I can get. You know, I hate that. That's almost like an endearing thing. Okay. okay. It's like a friendly guy. But I know. He's not. He's not. Guy. He's not. He's not. But that'll be a meme. Okay. What's been your la your favorite meme this month? I don't even really been following memes. Uh, memes have been bad this month. <clears throat> They've been uh, bad. A lot of the meme accounts that I follow that I won't mention because it's what I use for my Twitter a <laughs> yeah. lot of the time um, have not been good. And I feel bad because, like, I'm not a meme account. So, like, I don't curate memes. Yeah. But when the memes that, meme accounts that I follow aren't curating them that good, I almost blame them. But it's like it's not their fault. I don't know. I was even looking at Comedy Heaven yesterday. I was like, I can't find anything I like right now. I know. I usually like like diving into Comedy Heaven and like me IRL and stuff and like just especially scavenging the mid-range ones to not post publicly but to send to my boys, you know, as yeah. good reaction stuff too. Um, I definitely like the one that was just guy and then a photo of a guy with his hand in his pocket. I didn't you know? even see that. <laughs> no. That's a good one. Oh, dude, I saw I one. the brain break ones. Oh, I love the brain break ones. I saw a great one earlier, and this will translate if you're just hearing it. Is it the photo that you sent me? Because that one I loved. Wait, it wasn't the big chungus one, was it? No, no. You <clears throat> sent me it was a, a pizza where the cop, the toppings were just corn dogs, <laughs> like full corn dogs on the pizza. With the stick on yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a really good one. <laughs> and it looked like really well cooked, too. Dude, I love, again, we 
can't take enough. The Gus and Eddie subreddit. The memes are so fucking funny. Please follow and go make memes on the Gus and Eddie subreddit. I love it. And now it's to the point where like big memes will reach the top with like a lot of upvotes, and I love that shit. Yes. Um, but right now it was just, again, the frame of Big Chungus, you know, which is just a literal frame from yeah. a Looney Tunes cartoon. And somebody had a great caption. They said, imagine animating this frame in 1941 and having absolutely no knowledge that nearly eight fucking decades later it causes widespread brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love the internet. Dude. I fucking love the internet. It's so dumb. I just want to keep doing dumb shit, you know? Yeah. Um. Oh, damn it. I'm, there was something I was going to mention, but we can't mention it publicly. So I, I'm sorry, guys. That's very frustrating. To was hear. it my social security number? Yes. Let's take a crack. One, two, five, nine, six, four. We actually gave you a real one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know it. And I, I'm like, what? Do you think there is there a social security number that is like the numbers in order? I don't. That's a good point. Cause it's. Can you imagine being that guy? How fucked you would be. Every time you'd list it, people would be like, "Come on, though, dude." Like for real. Yeah. <sighs> but I guess for the most part, when you're listing it, you're only listing the last four numbers to people. Cause how many is it? Seven? Nine? Um. It's it's nine. It's nine. Yeah. So you go one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's nice. 10, like 11, 12, the 12. Social security song. <laughs> Do you remember that? It's a, a Sesame Street thing. No. It's a, dude. For social security or? D- yeah. <laughs> Say it out loud. Call the number and state the thing. Is, the benefits but, will be gone by the time you're elderly. <laughs> AARP. <laughs> um, there was this old like animated shit on, on Sesame Street. Uh, I shouldn't be drinking on pockets. I burp. Um, it's like this cool purple or blue ball or whatever, and it's like getting kicked around. It's this cool animation. It's It, it was like a retro one that they kept bringing back because it was so mm-hmm. good. But it was like counting to 12, which I don't know why we needed a song about counting to 12, but it was that. And it just went 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 12. Okay. It's 12. <clears throat> oh, I got it. Do it one more time. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. <clears throat> Wait, hold up. I want to f- finish the song, though. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, are you stick around? No. I was leaving. Go, no, go for it. Oh. No, go ahead. Do the song. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 